0: Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from Central Park here in New York City. And it's, um, it's very sad news today. The Queen has died. Aretha Franklin, that is. Aretha, the Queen of Soul, Aretha Franklin, has passed away. And with her went the sass. You know, I... Th- when I started this, I wanted it, you know, to be fun and pop culturey and, and sassy and whatever. But there's just some, some things that just, you, you have to not do that. So, for the next 30 minutes um, or so, there'll be less sass than normal. Unless, of course, a reason comes down and smacks me upside my head and then... Um, everything will be back to normal. Um, as as has been rumored and speculated, she was fighting pancreatic cancer. And ultimately, that's unfortunately what took her away from us. Um, there there was some hope that Uh, she was getting better. Her family put out a statement yesterday, which basically said... Hey, like, can you guys quit saying that she's dead? Because she's not. She's alive. She's alert. She knows what the hell's going on. And she doesn't need to hear her fans telling her that she's a goner. And the truth of the matter is, cancer has affected at least one person that everyone knows. I'm not talking in like the Aretha sense where you know we all mourn the loss of a legend. I'm talking, you know, we all know someone, we all love someone—a friend, a family member, a coworker—who has fought cancer and lost. And so, I, I kind of really do understand, you know, it—the it, emotions are so much. You know, they're just so overwhelming. And then... To have people... You know, to have someone like Aretha Franklin, who is a legend... or Who... Inspired a whole generation, which we'll get into in a little bit... Um, But to have that amplified with the publicity and the press and... It just... It has to be difficult for for anybody and so I kind of understand where they were coming from Um, it was very much just like um, Melissa Rivers said with Joan Rivers when Joan passed you know oh she's okay like but let's not count her out just yet because you know she's a fighter she'll come back from this and I think there's people keep saying it, it was denial on the part I don't think it was denial I think it was hope and denial and hope can look the same sometimes. And maybe they are the same thing. But honestly, I feel like hope is more positive. Like, you know, she can pull out. Denial is, no, she's never going to die. And frankly, that, the, the no, she's not going to die, no, she's not dead... Everyone has to go through that. It, it's part of the grieving process. Um, there are five stages of grieving: denial, anger, bargaining. I, I forgot what the fifth one or the fourth one is, and then acceptance. And, and that's not you. And you don't mourn in any particular order. It's not like you go from anger to or denial to anger right away. You know, you... You... Each person mourns in their own unique way. So, you know... And... I do social media. Like, that's... That's my major gig. And I get a lot of funeral homes asking for me. And one of the things I've learned... Um, through not only talking to the funeral directors, but also through my research, is you can start to mourn someone while they're still alive. You know, if you know they're going to pass, you kind of go through, you start going through the stages of grief. Um, So your your psyche can prepare you for this. And there's so much more about Queen Arisa, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, if it sounded like I was getting a little emotional, it's because I was. Um, well, I didn't know Aretha Franklin personally. Um, we shared a hometown. We. Um, I used to work right near the church um, that she attended. Um, and there were always sightings, especially when I worked in Midtown, um, you know, people would just light up. Oh my God! Did you know Aretha Franklin they just passed by? Aretha's in town. And while I understand that doesn't mean I had a personal relationship with her, there is this um, kinship, and especially for Detroiters. I'm I'm not going to speak to um, any other cities other than Detroit and New York, but even if you don't know somebody in in Detroit. you You probably know somebody who knows somebody um you know there are so many connections that I have to um, to like i i've known people who knew mike Posner um uh I, actually the the my former coworker lived right next to mike Posner um I can't think of her name right now, but I knew someone who knew another, um, full singer. Um, I keep wanting to call her Anita Baker, but that's not right. (coughs) Um, but it's it's so on and so forth, and I actually knew the nephew of Aretha Franklin. So, that's what I mean by, like, there's a kinship there, you know, you don't necessarily know the person, but... You, you're you close enough in proximity um, so Aretha passed away at 9.50 this morning and the news broke almost immediately I was um, I was actually preparing for my day when the Hollywood reporter um, alert broke through on my phone um, and here here's just what they had to say um, her family said um, official cause of death was due to advanced pancreatic cancer of the neurodocrine type, which was confirmed by Franklin's oncologist, Dr. Phil- Philip Phillips of, the, of Carmano's Cancer Institute, which is in Detroit. And here is the rest of their statement. In one of the darkest moments of our lives, we are not able to find the appropriate word to express the pain in our heart. We have lost the matriarch and Rock of Our Family. And again, it goes back to... I'm sure that they were preparing. I'm sure that they knew this day was coming. I just don't think you're ever 100% ready for it to happen. You know, people can say, oh, you know, we knew, we knew, we knew. And that's all well fine and good. But did you really know? You know were you in denial? Were you were you really um thinking about what was happening? And I I'm right now I'm at the point where even if they knew, they deserve some time to just mourn. I mean, this all happened literally four hours ago. So I'm not quite sure why people are... You know, there are, there are people on Twitter. There are people on all sorts of social media saying... Why, you know, why are you asking for privacy at this time? We need to know. Listen, the, the world lost... An icon, cultural, musically, whatever however you want to put it. But these people lost a mom, an aunt, a grandmother. So while yes, we're all devastated, imagine how they feel. It it it's not pretty. So, I'm gonna go, and I'll be right back. And I'm back. So, uh, we've talked about the family. We've talked about the actual passing of Miss Franklin. Let's talk about some of her career highlights. Of which there are many. At the end of this episode, we're gonna forego our usual... Um, our usual... I whatever you want to call it tradition of having a blind item or some sort of op-ed. And I'm just gonna play the probably the most iconic song. Um, I know a, in a, in a large 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 set of songs that Aretha sang. Um, but so. Aretha Franklin started her career... I believe in 1960... Uh, I'm looking... Yes, she started her career in nineteen sixty she was with um I keep wanting to say Columbia. Um she was with one record label company but almost by the end of the decade um she switched to uh She switched to, um... John Wexler's label. Um... Okay. She switched to Atlanta. She started with Columbia and then she switched over to Atlantic. And under the, um... Guidance of... John Wexler... Uh, she... She recorded a string of Top Ten Hits probably more than anyone else, um, with the possible exception of Lady Gaga. Um, If she she was singing a song, it was probably going to be a top ten hit during this period. Um, Some of those songs included I Feel Like a Natural Woman, um, Think, um, Chain of Fools, and of course, the legendary... Respect. Um, and there's a cute little antidote that is in almost every obituary here. And that's Otis Redding actually recorded the song first. Um, and it didn't really do anything for him. And he was sitting in on a session when Aretha recorded it. And he said... She just stole that song from me. That's her song now. And of course, he didn't literally mean she stole it. It was, everything was above board. But it's kind of like the Dolly Parton and Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You situation. That, the, the, uh, that song is probably Whitney's signature song. Uh, Respect is definitely Aretha's signature song. And it made the songwriters Dolly Parton and Otis Redding, respectively, a lot of money—more money than if they had, um, than if they had just let it be and recorded it themselves, or just let their their own recording um, stand. And I know this this segment was full of holes and, and pauses. I'm just trying to get all the information right. Um, because Aretha deserves that. Um, in the 1980s, she starred in the Blues Brothers. Well, co- I shouldn't say she started in She made a cameo appearance, and she, she sang Sang of Fools, which reignited her career. Um, and she did a, she had another string of, um, top ten hits, including a duet with, um, George Michael, another icon who was gone too soon and she kept recording, um, eventually she switched to being an independent artist, which when you have as much money as Aretha Franklin, you can do that. Um, and she still works with the, the best producers, the top producers around. And so finally, um, she had her last top ten smash hit in 1998 with A Rose Is Still A Rose. After that, she's done a lot of, um, standards and and she still sells CDs, she sold out concerts. But um she wasn't recording as much, which is a loss for this world. Hopefully that there there are still some unreleased songs and maybe we can get one more Aretha C D that we can all cherish. I'm gonna go and I'll be right back. As always, when it comes to, um, an icon passing, Hollywood reacts swiftly, um, and we're gonna go through just some of the many, many, many outpourings of love for, um, Aretha Franklin. Oprah Winfrey tweeted, we'll miss you, Queen, hashtag Aretha Queen forever. Audra McDonald said, rest, Queen, rest. Taraji P. Henson, who was actually... Part of a story that I have been planning to do today said, "Rest in peace, Queen. Thank you for feeding our souls for so long. You will, you will be missed, never forgotten. Your music, your music lives on in all of us." #Hashtag R.I.P. Aretha Franklin. Um, Patty LaBelle says, "I am deeply saddened about the passing of the Queen of Soul and my sister and song, Aretha Franklin." Today, the world has experienced a tremendous loss. Aretha was a rare treasure whose unmatched musical genius helped craft the soundtrack to, to the lives of so many. My sympathy, love, and prayers go out to her family, loved ones, and fans around the globe. Pharrell, Pharrell Williams said, been listening to this for the past couple of days. What an amazing illustration of the spirit that is Aretha Franklin. And um, it was a gospel CD that she put out um chadwick boseman said your music will live on forever rest in power at aretha franklin hashtag queen of soul hashtag icon um president barack obama said aretha helped define the american experience and her voice we could feel our history all of it and in every shade our power and our pain our darkness and our light our quest for redemption and our hard-won respect May the Queen of Soul rest in eternal peace. <clears throat> Michelle Obama said, Watching Aretha Franklin at, perform at the White House and on so many other occasions made time stand still. At Barack Obama and I are holding Aretha, Aretha's family in our hearts right now, she will be forever our Queen of Soul. And one last one from Paula Abdul. Her Royal Highness, the Queen of Soul, has passed what Aretha Franklin left us lives on. Her music and her royal presence. A civil rights and women's rights activist, she's an international treasure with a powerhouse voice. Overflowing with heart like no other. We love you, Aretha. Um. Again, it just goes to the power of Aretha Franklin. Um, Respect was adopted by um, the Civil Rights Movement, by the Women's Rights movements, And really, anyone who was demanding to be treated fairly and equally to another demographic. Um, I remember at my very first Gay Pride event, um, respect played... Um, as I, I don't remember who the speaker was now, but I just remember how that song resonated with what he was saying. Um, and basically, he he was why why can't gay people get married when straight people are out there, you know, marrying and divorcing at a rapid rate? Why don't these people care what they're doing to us? Why don't they care? And it just brought a whole new meaning to respect. Um. You know. It, watching Murphy Brown. It's, um, singing. I feel like a natural woman. Even though Aretha was obviously singing in the background. She, Murphy was listening to a CD. Or, I'm sorry, back then it was a cassette tape. Um. But you know, you you wanted to laugh at Kenneth Bergen as Murphy because she was being hilarious. But there was also this part of that just said, "No, you don't laugh. You you listen to what Aretha is saying." So that's gonna do it for me. I mean, as I mentioned in the last um, segment. I'm going to, for our uh, farewell, um, I'm gonna have Respect Play us out. I just want to say thank you for listening, and I will definitely record another episode. I don't know if it's going to be tomorrow or over the weekend, but until then, I'm raising a glass to you guys and also to Aretha Franklin. Cheers.